Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. It's your girl, Anna Roisman. And today, oh, honey, I was unemployed, but I spent money like I wasn't. Legit, have only spent money today, made zero dollars. It's a perfect day to record this podcast. And I'm so excited. I have my friend with me today. She is so fucking funny, a very funny comedian. You may know her work from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert or Spotify's Game Plan, which I am a major fan of. Uh, she's done a lot of other things. You better look her up. We've got Lorena Rusi with us today. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> the crowd pew, pew, pew. Oh. You know what I really want? I want after one of the pew, 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 like a realistic, a duck that gets hit or like a goose that's flying <laughs> in the air that like got shot by one of those lasers. Yeah. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how Affleck started. Ellen's we'll got that in. She can add we'll in the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, just like a duck getting <laughs> shot midair. Love it. Yeah. Clap. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> How are Hi, you? buddy. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for oh doing it. We've been trying. We've been trying for months. I must say you are the busiest person I know in a pandemic. <laughs> this is, is very true. It's just me. I'm trying to put up airs is what it is. It's okay. like not actually busy. I just keep telling people slam, slam, can't do this. Yeah, I'm traveling. So I was just in the same room. I was in wow. a little hut the whole time we were emailing. I love the this like, method. Honestly, I, I like it. But like you were very like you would give me dates. You're like, I'll be back this week or this mm. week. You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a very nefarious, deeply calculated, just like high school mean girl. Wow. Of like, I'm quote unquote not available. <laughs> but here are dates I'm quote unquote available. And then you're like, okay, that one. And I'm like, nope, not available anymore. Um, it's my like, <laughs> well, thank you for fitting us getting my into back. your schedule. I appreciate, yeah. you know, this one hour of your yeah, time. You're so you're so welcome. Yeah. And it is an hour, right? Because you keep saying an hour in a way that makes me feel like <laughs> it's not an hour and I'm so slammed. I'm so I have so many tickets. I've purchased so many things. Tickets. I have to do it. <laughs> like exactly. After. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, tickets to what? Yeah, yeah. My, I have a Metro card that is hot in my pocket. Damn. That it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, are you in New York? That was my next question. Are you here? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very much in New York. Uh, I was, and the joke about this is that I was in LA shooting something that was approximately uh, 36 hours long, like nothing more. And Anna was like, you're in LA? what are you doing there? I'm like, nothing good. I'm like already done with the project. Like I started the email. The project was over once I ended the email. And Anna's like, you're so booked. And like, the project is done. I'm like, oh, um, she's but in reshoots. I, oh my God. You're over reshoots. just everything. <laughs> I do love that though. Um, you know, no, your I'm, social media suggested mm-hmm. otherwise, I'll say. Yes. Which yes. is important. Well, uh, it is important. I am trying to continue to use social media until... I look, I think 35 and then I would like to retire from social media. Mm, I look 15. So that's really the goal. I look 15. And then once I think once 35, it's just like, we don't, we don't need this anymore. Right. Right? We're women. Right. We can, we we're dead to people at that point. My plan is to continue looking 17. So I never have to quit. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. like, um, Oh my God. From uh, he's all that. (laughs) He's what? Uh, what's her name? Addison Ray. Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> I was like, Anna, what are you talking about, dear Evan Hansen? He, spoiler, kills himself. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> oh my God. Anna, that's so inappropriate no, yeah. of you. The comments for this episode. 
They're going to go off the charts. They're going to be like, can you have her on every week if she's not busy? Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Get her on. Get Let's her back. Talk about the guy. Talk about the gay guy. Um, Yeah, but that was, she was the original. Am I wrong about this? She was the original. She's all that person. Who? The oh, mom. I didn't see The it. mother. You're saying it as okay. if like everyone's seen this reboot of she's all that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Anna. I feel like you're the singular person in my life who would have seen it. How have you not seen it? I've seen it. it. Is it good? I was like morbid. I had a morbid curiosity. And so I watched. Well, I didn't see the movie, but I watched the trailer. Sorry. (laughs) should clarify. I think I've seen the trailer because I have social media, but I didn't sit down and watch it. What was it good? Are you sponsored by social media? You've now referenced it as a as titularly Listen, as the social media. I am yeah. I am I'm working just on named, it. I'm working <laughs> on it, okay? Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Every, in very few minutes, if I just drop a platform, just go with it, okay? <laughs> okay, 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 got it, got it. Even made up ones, perfect. Like GarageBand, the social media. Okay. <laughs> we love them. Linked out, LinkedIn, you oh, name it. Oh my we God, linked it. out. Oh, linked, linked out is good. <laughs> Guys, maybe oh I should make a God. commercial for Linked Out, the new hip way to find jobs that are out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Anna. That's so funny. Linked Out can also be where okay. closeted professionals hang out. Okay. It's a sketch, and we should write it and shoot it. Okay, great. Okay, but I'm so busy. I'll send you some <laughs> I should be like 2022. I'm approximately busy. <laughs> I'm going to win this you over. Actually, I'm going to win you over by the yeah. end of this hour. You're going to be like, all I want to do is make projects with Anna Roisman. Oh my God. I'm clear the calendar. Yeah, yeah. Hello. No, but Anna, you, you actually are one of the few, like in the digital world, like person that actually makes dig- like short films. I feel like we're two of like 10 that like consistently do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this new generation. Cause it's all on the TikTok, and that quote unquote for me can be black box theater but oh. i just feel like you're what yeah sound off in the comments no but i mean like to like get a camera like you're one of the few people that is psychotic enough to be like yeah i'll do that yeah i feel like very yeah especially but your stuff is way nicer no way yeah. i love your stuff yeah you've always made amazing no, but you videos. made something that's very sweet thank you and th- truly thank you for all the compliments i really you're right I'll stay for more than an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> Each compliment's actually 30 seconds. In the bank. Um, what did you make? Did you make an ice skating thing? Did I make that up? Did you do a Tanya yeah, Harding thing? I did. Yeah. When, did. when, um, yeah. I Tanya came out, we did I Nancy. Cause I wanted to. Yeah. It looks so good. Thank you. Yeah, right. Thank you. Right. I did that and with this my friend is, Jeff Ayers. He makes a lot of good content too. He directed mm. it. So I partnered oh, up, cool. you know, we, we got good sure, people involved. Great. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. Do we also sidebar? Do and I'm fully listening and I'm here and I'm present. But do we have the same lamp? What's cooking oh, over here? Because I'm, I'm similar. Kind of got, I got really. I noticed that it. earlier. No, this too. is really like, Are they in the same yeah. room? Watching this, check this out. Yeah, very similar uh, lamp sitch going on. Mine's like some Target thing from years ago. It's missing a piece. Yours yeah. looks nicer. I'm gonna go with yours. Is nicer. Thank you. No, that's very sweet. Um, <laughs> How was the episode? Really juicy, really funny stuff. We yeah, compared they stopped lamps. halfway through. I'm like, I bored her. She's like, what kind of lamp do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Ikea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So silly. So how have you been? Uh, besides being so busy, I haven't seen you in the flesh, I think, since mm. before the pandemic. 
which was probably at that horrendous callback that uh, we went audition. to. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God giveth and God taketh away with some of those. <laughs> um, that one was the one where we, you had to be the bartender where it was me, AJ Dunk and you. And he was like, I need a bartender. And then he looked at me and AJ and he's like, Okay, Anna, you got to do it. And like made you the bartender. The casting director only wanted to see Anna. Like, and, no. and also you were doing great. But he was like, okay, and would just alternate between basically the quote unquote men, which were me and AJ. And he was like, all right, Anna, I'll see you later. And we're like, okay, sir, we'll see. You know, just truly. And we waited an hour. We waited forever. And we were in Queens, like, a long time. It was very weird. Ugh. Whole situation. It was very weird. Couldn't tell you what it was for, Uh, actually. No idea what what the it was for. It was for a because I remember I I feel like I I etched these in stone, the ones that are the worst. It was for a like liquor surprise thing. So it was a a liquor sponsor and we were playing pranks on people. Mm. And so the bartender was it wasn't good, Anna, but I have a serious memory. Yeah. 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 You remember we were in a big place. I was in Queens. It took me a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you. I was like, thank God. Mm. I know somebody here. Like, right. Where the hell are we right now? (laughs) It's like, right. And also I'm from Queens. So I was like, I know all of this, all these murderous alleyways. So Got for it. me, it was kind of like, oh, a pigeon and a rat are fucking. I'm right at home. Got so it, it Got felt it. like good to me. But to answer your question, <laughs> I'm doing great. Clearly uh, doing so well. <laughs> no, I'm doing OK. I think the pandemic, I've referred to it as uh, my second rock bottom. But we've like crawled out of it uh, as earnestly as I can say that. Okay. Because, you know, I suppose, and also let me backtrack here. I'm happy and healthy and everything's great. Great. I just think like in the grand scheme of the world, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, but in the grand scheme of, uh, deep isolation, uh, you know, catapulting my relationship of like three years to basically 26 in like 10 months, it's, uh, you know, been, Whoa. And then also you're just like, oh, my life. What is my life as a creator? So it's kind of been this sort of intense mm-hmm. boot camp. I don't yeah. know if you felt similar. A very. Yeah. I felt like at first mm-hmm. it was like it felt there was some kind of I know this sounds terrible because the pandemic was awful. I wish it didn't happen. There was some kind of like calming as a as an artist. You're like, wow, we're all mm-hmm. on the same plane right now for the first time. Yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. And you're not comparing. No, yourself. that was great. You're not. Yeah, that you're was not, incredible. You're like, yeah, wow, yeah, are yeah. we all surviving this? Like, are we all like handling this? And uh, and then there came a point where I was like, wow, the world is back to normal. But like, I'm not yet. I don't like everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. feels like everyone's performing and creating and booking and doing things. And I was like, oh, my God, like mm-hmm. where where do I fall in? Yeah. And I feel like right. some weeks you feel more creative than others. And, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah. who cares about this anymore? I don't know. So, yeah, I feel like yeah. ups and downs. And yes, I quarantined with my boyfriend and it was the same kind of feeling where you're just like, I mean, it feels like we never left. Like we're both still here. I'm like, mm-hmm. where is our internet working? Fix it. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm the child. <laughs> no, th- I'm the wife. I'm, you know, everything. A hundred. Yeah. Well, I, I actually literally got married over the pandemic. I did a zoom wedding. Wait, this and was over was the pandemic. Like, you got married. I don't know why I yeah. thought you were married before. Well, lesbians, it's kind of it's very hard because if you squint, we basically look married. So it's hard to gauge <laughs> when it's like on paper. <laughs> when, um, when over yeah. Zoom did you do it? In the beginning of the pandemic? Middle? 
We did it July 10th. Uh, so the Pandemi, the Panini, my favorite actually are all the nicknames. Okay. The Panorama. Um, I'm learning a lot from the youths in this. Yeah. Uh, there, there are no rules. See, you so go on TikTok, July 10th. sponsored by TikTok, best <laughs> app on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you go on it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, totally cool. Um, hundred. If anyone, if I, uh, anyone wants to book me for work, yeah, I totally use TikTok, and yeah. I'm incredibly savvy. And this podcast is very helpful to, to deliver that sarcasm. Um, I yes, yeah, so we got married in July. So we've been together three years. I'm to that point. Congratulations! I, I don't know if you know this. Thank you so much. Um, my wife is it works in human rights, and uh, it was a a lawyer, and so now she's this sort of like human rights lawyer hybrid. Works with activists, um, and so frankly, I'm just glad I I locked it up. Yeah, no, it's like a bad. Yeah, when you said that, Georgian I was like, great. Clooney. Does she want to do this episode uh, instead? She actually? should absolutely. She, <laughs> no, a hundred. She's way more interesting and uh, likable. <laughs> and I immediately, as you got, both now are. <laughs> learning they're just you're oh oh wow no, this is only you, good in small doses yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah oh the garbage man uh yeah that's kind of my demeanor and she's this like australian swan uh yeah she's it's annoying but yeah uh so i'm okay anna everything's fine everything's Great. fine um fully computing things are just clicking things are like yes two plus two is and just like i'm okay so mm-hmm. That's that's that answer. Moving right along. Moving along to the next question. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you though because okay. So you yeah. have had yes, you're a comedian and you make films and you're an amazing creator, but you've also had uh, other careers in your life in your young life of 17 I have. years. Yes, I have. Um but I like to take it before we get into your big <laughs> career change. I like very to take good it back. Callback. I like to take yeah, it yeah. back to like teenage Lorena, what did you want to do with your life? So I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. So when (laughs) I was six, I, I wanted to be a cab driver when I was six because I, um, you're from Queens. You're from Queens? <laughs> I'm from Queens and how are you going to get money if you're not driving? Um, because I wanted, I like talking to people. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'll be a cab driver. And I remember I told this to my teacher and she was like, you know, you don't make all the money. Like you have to give it like some of the money away. And I was like, oh, and then I never wanted to be a cab driver again because I was like, I, I, I get so kind of in a lot of ways, I realized I I, that's smart. (laughs) No, because she was like, you don't, you know, you have to give like 50%. I mean, this woman was making up numbers. This was a teacher. She was just like, I got to, I cannot let this poor girl become Mm -hmm. a a cab driver. No, no shade to the cab drivers. But um, also thank God, because I cannot drive well. Um, but in high school, I, th- I think I wanted to get into like advertising. I was pretty lost, admittedly, in high school. I went to a really competitive high school. So I went to Townsend Harris, which is in Queens. And it was like at the time for or for like a decade, it was like the number one uh, school in New York State. Whoa. So it was a uh, it's a really, really competitive school. A lot of the kids end up going to Ivy Leagues. It's like really intense. And so I was in eighth grade, this like writer poet, if you can believe. And wow. I was like. I'm a writer poet. So I had abandoned the cab driving and I was like on to greener grass. I'm going to be a poet. And then I got into my high school 
that was 75% girls and 25% boys. And they were all, it was a really competitive intellectually and then be really competitive just for like attention, okay. uh, sexual attention. So that kind of set me on a spiral wow. where I was just like lost. And I was like, I guess maybe advertising. So I didn't even uh, tour any colleges or do anything. I just went to the college my sister was going to, which was Baruch. And I just picked advertising because it was like kind of creative. And I was, I was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like I had gotten the UCB diverse, the first ever UCB diversity scholarship was when I was like 17. So junior. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't know you started school. there that young. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really bad. So I applied as uh, the school, my high school did a um, like a political reenactment where we got to be different political characters and we got the year Obama was running for president. And so I was like dying to be Sarah Palin or dying to be someone. And they were like, no. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. What if I'm Bristol Palin, which is Sarah Palin's daughter who was pregnant. So I got on the TV show and I did this whole character bit as Bristol Palin pregnant. And then I used that to submit to the diversity scholarship. And that's how I got in. Um, Yeah. But so, yeah, so kind of lost, but also the very lucky that that scholarship started that year Mm -hmm. because I was like, yeah, improv comedy. Mm -hmm. I can see that. And it's like free. So. Yeah, that so it was a lot. Yeah, so it was like lost in the sauce, but but you were found my way. Feeling your, you were like feeling the creative bug. It sounds like you were like, I'm gonna do poetry. I'm gonna write. Yes. I'm gonna do you. You wanted. Mm. You weren't like, I love math. Give me those math classes. No, no, certainly no. But I guess no, no, no. Yeah, give me, give me that uh, <laughs> proof. Um, see, that's a, if you just could have witnessed the aneurysm I just had trying to come up with a math joke. Um, well, cause my sister ended up becoming an accountant and is now a data analyst for IBM. And my dad is a math teacher. Oh, wow. And so these two fucks were just so oppressive. And, and like, again, the school was a humanity school. So I just was really competing with the like future Bukowski's of the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people smoking, like chain smoking at 14. And I was like, I have soccer practice, you know, like I almost went to school for jazz. Like I almost went to LaGuardia. So I was just kind <laughs> of like good at different things. And then when the competition got too hard, I was like a oh, bail bail, but I wasn't good at drugs. So I wasn't a burnout. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I mean. Like I just was sort of in the middle yeah, on a creative path, but I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. I felt that way a little bit in high school. That's why we found yeah. comedy. <laughs> so we were like, sure. I was going to say, it, it's not like unique. It's not a unique tale. I'm the only one that was lost and I'm the only one that was bullied and no one ever knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you have to, did you have any jobs when you were in high school? Any like odd jobs to make cash? <sighs> yeah, I, I did. So <laughs> I, um, my, my dad was like, you have to get a job. And he took me to uh, Flushing where you go to get the like minimum wage, minimum wage jobs. Mm -hmm. And uh, like that audition, Anna, I had I was the last one there (laughs) and uh, I got the last job, which was everyone wanted the hospital jobs because they were really easy and they were really structured. Okay, And I got the beautification job. So my first job ever was for working for this group called Woodside on the Move. And we had to paint over graffiti or uh, use high-powered <laughs> water to get rid of graffiti throughout Woodside. Whoa! And so every day, 
Yeah, every day I would just go. This I think also it was Did you fitting. put on like, like the I, hazmat suit and you like held a big giant. Hose. We had a uniform. We had a uniform. Yeah, like kind the of exactly that, but not as safe. Exactly that, but less safe. Okay. So like our our my boss was this like Ecuadorian dude named Hector, and he was like very effeminate and was missing some teeth and kind of just was like okay, like he was just very fun, but like. <laughs> kind of a cartoon and we'd be like you know Hector like what are we doing today he'd be like yeah I don't know you know like he kind of, I don't know maybe he was drunk actually now <laughs> in, um, but yeah dude so like every day just like covered in paint doing the thing like so random and so I didn't want to do that again and I wanted to make more money so my friend's friend who was in his 20s started um he started this company I forgot what it's called but it was the Obama condoms do you remember these um this guy, he made uh, Obama condoms and McCain condoms and Sarah Palin condoms. And it was Durex condoms with like covers that had different slogans and these different characters. So like Obama's was good for hard times. Sarah Palin's was like thicker than a moose or something like that. Um, and so I would go to Times Square. <laughs> I would go to Times Square without a permit. And I would just sell these condoms and we had this like bit going and I made like 500 bucks in like two hours cash. What? These tourists would be like, this is incredible. Yeah. So I never did the beautification job again, but <laughs> that job I had to stop because then uh, I was 16 and uh, basically like men started hitting on me and were too creepy. Yeah. And they were just like. And it was too much for me because I'm such a little gentle soul. I can't believe you were in oh, Times yeah. Square selling condoms at 16 years old. This is like, this is yes. what I'll tell your grandchildren one day. Like, in my this is day. what I'll tell my grandchildren. <laughs> Back in my, well, and then I also did get stopped by the police and I got a summons. Um, and they were, you, were you have to have a permit. Oh, you need no, 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 no. <laughs> They're like, who's this kid? What's this kid? You are young. <laughs> no, at Times Square, they're like used to like eight year olds that are coal miners. Yeah. No, Times yeah. Square is very open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you're just not allowed to sell. I think it's like below 46th Street mm. without a permit. These are very weird things I have now in my brain that no one uh, in our industry should know. But I, I have I, if you need help getting rid of some graffiti or uh, selling items without a permit. These are great tools, honestly. Yeah. These are great tools. Yeah. You're so New York, you know, you can really like handle. <laughs> so New York, yeah. Handle yeah, all yeah, the different yeah, yeah. places. <laughs> okay. So yeah, and you only did that. So you started, did you get the permit? Did you continue doing this? No, because I got hit on too aggressively. Oh, right, right, right. And it freaked me out too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, gotcha. but I made good money. And then also, I, you know, like my parents weren't like catching on. I think also my parents were sort of like, they're just sort of ridiculous too. So I, like, were they worried? I don't think they knew. I thought, I think they thought they were like trading cards. Um, <laughs> like they didn't like open them. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like a little <laughs> box. So I think they were like, okay, really good. My father is actually Hector is what we're doing here. Um, my father is the same man. Uh, I thought you were going to say, and then, then like, one day they open and they're like, how much sex are you having? <laughs> Oh my God, dude, that would, be, but I think that, yeah, as you're like gathering too, I'm just so, yeah, like sensitive. I just think they were like, come on, buddy. Yeah. Who are, like they would have thought I was lying. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to buy 
60 condoms to convince us you're having sex. Like we absolutely know you're not having sex. (laughs) And frankly, if we weren't repressed Latinos, we would tell you how to have sex, but we're not going to do that. You know, like that's what, that's what it would have been. Oh Um, man. So bad. So, okay. So then you go to college (laughs) in right near New York city, right? In New York. And were you playing soccer Mm -hmm. at this time? I imagine you played yeah. So, so no, I actually quit because I was, I was closeted until I was 19. So I kind of had this like moment. I kind of had a rocky time playing soccer, like, you know, like everyone gets bullied. I got bullied. And so I just really was like, ah, cause I was really uh, good. And I think a lot of whatever it's for a different podcast. So I stopped playing and I had a person reach out to me being like, you should go, go back and play. And so I played my last like year and a half in high school, but that's too late. You're supposed to get recruited by the ages like 14 to 16. And I was too busy selling condoms. I was like, I can't do it. Wait, you're supposed to get recruited then for college when you're, if you're good, if you're good, the D ones and D twos give you their scholarships then. So like they're looking at you, they're tracking you at 14, but at 14, I was like, so scrawny. I wasn't like, I was my best, my senior year. I just didn't, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like, I think I needed to be pushed. And I was so deflated in my high school mm-hmm. years that my parents like didn't know what to do. And they're just kind of like, okay. And I think what I really needed was just like a little bit of love and attention, like a plant. And then I oh. had a coach give me a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And then I had the confidence. So my first year I was at Baruch but I uh, decided to transfer to Queens College and I got a full scholarship there to play soccer. And that's also when I started doing improv again. So I did it that like junior year of high school, but I was like, oh, this isn't for me. It was like really bad and just really like sad. Improv is sad. And then, cause it is. And then, you know, uh, tales old as time. And then I got back into school and I was like, I'm going to do soccer full time. And then I was also doing improv comedy full time. Wow. I love yeah, that. Losing my mind. I love that you like yeah. you gave them both up and then you're like, let's go back into both head first. Like this. Yeah. Same, both. Of yeah. Them. Well, I came out of the closet <clears throat> is what happened. So okay. I came out of the closet and then I was like, whoa, this is great. And I, like, you know what I mean? Like the person Life that travels for the first time, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, have you guys been to Canada? <laughs> Shit is great over there. Like, that's kind of what it was like. Right. <laughs> so it was like saying it was like literally saying yes. And to improv and yes. And to uh. soccer. A, oh, a beautiful you a, metaphor. That was this, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I made a UCV joke last night on Twitter that did okay. And then I saw, I, I saw a lot of it today. Like a lot of people like made the same <laughs> joke and I was like, yeah, we all saw this. We all saw those chairs. Did you watch the what VMAs? Was the joke? Did either of no, you watch the VMAs? No, no, no. Doja Cat was no. hosting and you know, the improv chairs, uh, like those wooden, like Chair. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. She had a paint oh, one that was yes. painted red and it was like red. short yes, as a yes, hat. Yes. I made two separate yes, jokes, yes, yes. but I was like, I can't believe that fucking UCB chair made it to the VMA stage before me. Like, God bless. It was the greatest career, night. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was the greatest <laughs> night of that chair's life. The chair is normally handled by like truly unemployed 28 uh, year old uh, bros. And the chair was like Doja Cat. This is, yeah, this is a miracle. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. It had a good night. It, you know? <laughs> um, were you making money playing mm-hmm. soccer and you were doing improv? So I'm curious, did you have to have like a, a day yeah. job to support yourself during this time or mm-hmm. are you blessed? I did this thing. 
No, I did this thing called I lived with my parents cool. for a long time. So I lived with my parents. And then I interned. So I got a job every summer. Okay. And then I was interning at the Magnet Theater for like extra cash tips. Nice. Um, and then I was getting paid to go to school. So like I had a full ride, but then I had extra money for like books and for food or whatever, which was great. Um, and then in the summers, like I one summer I were I was an ACLU canvasser. But I was going to get you have three days to make like one hundred fifty to raise one hundred fifty bucks. Like as a you walk door to door and are like, please give give me money. So, you know, like that's like the whole vibe. Um, And so the boss was gay and had a crush on me. And so she gave me an extra day where I made the money because someone else gave me part of their money. So they just like change it to, so then I was able to keep quote unquote, like keep the job. And then her and I hooked up for the summer and then <laughs> she ended up becoming say. a comedian. No, I know. And the joke's on me. Kind <laughs> of. She moved around. I don't really know. And then I like saw her at the pit and I was like, oh dear God, this is my nightmare. Oh, um, no. Yeah. No, she was great. I felt bad for her. I was, you know, I was, I was like 19 and she was 23 and I was like, Oh God. And I had all these condoms and she's like, why do you have 60 condoms? <laughs> um, but yeah, You're so like, that's kind of what I did. Cause I do this at all I my did. jobs, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I did to survive. And then basically just like ran either like random odd end things. Like I worked at the study abroad office and I made money and then like, I also worked in uh, like a difficult conversation group where I'd get paid like a grand a semester to like facilitate difficult conversations wow. with like various groups. Yeah. So we'd go to trainings and then I would like sit with like from like or because I went to Queens College. So it was like a, a random like Orthodox Jewish community to the like you know, activist groups and we'd have to talk about Palestine and Israel. And I'd be like, okay, so, and like, try to have a conversation about it. We're like, yeah, wait, I use that training conversation. I was going to say you you were like the mediator. You were like, let's. Yeah. So I would facilitate. Yeah. So I'd facilitate those conversations and I would be like, okay, like, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, Anna, and you'd give your opinion and then people would get upset potentially, but okay, well, we're only here really to listen to other people's uh, thoughts and we're not here to like it was kind of like AA, I mm-hmm. guess, and that you don't really reply to it. Right. But I was 20 and kind of had no clue what I was doing, but just this was my acting. This, this was is my cool, acting though. training. I think that's great and yeah. probably yeah. very helpful in other areas of your life that you didn't realize at the time. Like yeah, no, I actually still reference the book that I read for the training because it's like the best bosses are the ones that are uh, the most passionate and like able to motivate, but they're the least emotional at the same time, which mm. is like a very tough uh, like uh, dance to to maintain, I, I suppose is the best way to put it. So mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I'm really interested in that. Like, I really love like my favorite bosses are still my favorite bosses. Like I I just am forever fascinated on how to be a good person in the workplace. Cause I also don't really work in a workplace. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like studying all these different places and I'm like, Oh, this person's like this. And so again, not helpful podcast earlier. Yeah. That's very helpful for us. We talk all about this on this podcast. I love this. Yeah. And when you just said that, I was like, wow. Yeah. Some of my best bosses were not warm people, but they were like the best to work for and Mm -hmm. did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's incredibly rare to be friends with someone that like, I just, all that, like, cause it also goes back to coaching. This is also why I like have such a stick up my butt about it where it's just like, 
yeah, why don't you do some fucking training or you guys have so much money? Why don't you invest in some training so that we're not trauma? Some of these people, like students that are traumatized that never want to do theater again or do improv again. And it's like, that's actually really helpful for everyone in the world to do Mm -hmm. a little bit of improv, a little bit of theater, like just to open yourself up to that stuff and be vulnerable because Mm -hmm. this is why we have whatever. Um, Road rage. Uh, So uh, this is how I feel about it. But yeah, my favorite bosses are uh, yeah, it's just really cool. So I've, I've still, I think about that training a lot, but it was also like when I was so young and my best friend was in the organization with me and we were just, she was gay. And so we were just best friends and we had a radio show. So it was kind of like not real. And that's mm-hmm. like, we were literally talking about Palestine and Israel. And then we'll be like, let's go do our radio show. Like, you know, it just, it was so dumb. <sighs> But it's cool to talk about now. I'm like, look at you. You had a whole life. Yeah. This is amazing. I had a whole life. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Someone I'm else gonna... is on a podcast. But... They were like, I was in this group chat once and the facilitator, you know, was very cool about mm-hmm. it all. And we were talking about some really heavy mm-hmm. shit. That's cool. They're on the other yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think um, it's like, I think my dream job uh, would be uh, to be a teacher. Like, I really just want to teach comedy workshops and like, write. I don't know, whatever the like avant-garde, like not English lit teacher is, mm-hmm. like whatever the hybrid quirky acting drama teacher meets like comedy writer. That's what I want to do. Cause it's like, yeah, I love teaching. I ended up becoming a teacher. So like after college, I taught English through theater in a couple countries And that's how I was making money until like I was going to go play soccer in Italy. So that I think seeing that and just kind of being able to sweat it out in high stakes situations, it's basically stand up Mm -hmm. because stand up when you're bombing is actually talking about Israel and Palestine. (laughs) Like it feels like it. It does. (laughs) You know, like, yikes, what did I say? I don't know. I love them both. I don't, you know, like. Yeah. Or you, you just change, yeah. change real quick. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. You just gave me like, I had that yeah. moment of like thinking back to like, you know, when you said something and there's just silence and you're like, how, 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 does how? It yeah. 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 Bad? No, to be clear, I don't bomb. Like I'm perfect, yeah. but when I've seen it happen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. So I bad, bombed so once in an intern. It was an international, um, I mean, I bombed many times, but it was no go it was on. A, uh, oh my God, why am I blank? What's it called where you stay uh, when a hostel? There she is. It was a hostel. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. An hostel. Flex. Years ago. And I have these jokes about Scandal. Scandal was on TV. It was like a hot show. Oh and I just God. remember, I'll never forget, like in front of all these people, I don't think I think like maybe 15% spoke English. So why were sure. hundred of these people at this comedy show where it was only American performers and, uh, yeah. and speaking English. And I remember being like, yeah. has anybody here seen scandal? And <laughs> just like silence. And I was like, <sighs> and I was new at stand-up and I didn't even know where yeah. I was going. This booker saw me in another show. Yeah. And was like, you got to come do my show. Did not say what the venue was. And I was just like, yeah, cool. right. And didn't write, you know, you didn't write international hostel. Yeah. You thought it was IHOP. I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. And I just, yeah. I'll never forget that <laughs> silence after no one's seen scandal. And then I was like, come on, Annie, you got, and I remember being like uh, Netflix, anybody. And they're like, uh-huh. mm. and then I was like, no. who's been to a wedding? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I just, that reminds oh. me actually, 
I forgot I tutored in Queens College a bunch of uh, Korean international students who wanted to practice their English. Mm -hmm. And I got fired from that job because I said I needed to go use the potty. And someone complained and they and then the like head person was like, did you say you needed to go take a piss? I was like, no, I don't <laughs> talk like that. I actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like I and I and I remember just being like, no, I actually I hate when people say I'm going to go take a piss because it just like drives me nuts. Sure. And then I, I she was which that's my own cross to bear. Let's clearly <laughs> I have a lot of them um, pick my battles, not me. Uh, and I yeah, I never got to go back to that. Job. What? I mean, I got paid like six. I got literally paid six dollars like every three hours. So it was not. But still. and I had no business teaching English. Yeah. <laughs> um, international hostels, though, they really it's rough. That was stressful. Rough. <laughs> I was uh, like, who yeah. thought uh, this would be a good event? Like play with the giant right. Jenga and, you know, like do something no. that everyone can play. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Could enjoy. No, no, no. Like it's no. Why would you? Yeah. Do like anything. But your thought is, I know what I'll do. Nobody here really speaks English. So I'm going to do a comedy. Like I can't can't. (laughs) anyway. So wait, where did you teach when you were abroad? So I basically, to, to connect the soccer thing, my final year I trained, I moved to Staten Island to train. So I was like training two times a day, seven days a week. Whoa. And I was prepping to have like my best senior year season. Cause I was trying to like, see if I could go pro and find an agent. And I ended up having a connection in Italy where I got scouted to play in Rome. So I decided to teach English through theater for this group called, uh, Acklay, which is similar to ACLU, which is always why I have to like, think so I'm like, who is it? <laughs> um, and I got to tour Italy just teaching random, you know, like, cause for English camps in Italy is like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like the kids are snorting Coke basically. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Navide. like, so like, it's, it's very fun for them and they learn nothing, but, um, <laughs> I was using it as a way to like get used to Italy. And then I was supposed to go play in Rome. And then last minute they like supposedly cut the internationals, which is also like, kind of very Italian, you know, shout out to my, my Guido's, uh, fans listening to this, uh, tan, whatever that expression is. I'm clearly not good with expressions. What is it? What expression? Jim tan laundry, Jim tan laundry. Okay. Wow. A lot of problematic things just came out of my mouth. I'm canceled. Okay, great. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it was like cartoonishly evil. And then I was like in Italy and I was like, okay, I'll guess I'll come back. And so I came back, I worked at Apple, uh, as, uh, in the red zone. So I sold phones and like all, all the stupid shit. Like when you're like, my Wi-Fi is not working. I would help with that. And then wait, I but you were in Italy, trap. you were teaching and you were prepping yeah. and you were like, and you were training, I assume, right? You were playing. Yeah. 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 And then so they I were like, training. never mind. Basically. Yeah. They were like, Lorena, we lost money. Like, can you, it was Hector. Oh. Actually the Italian <laughs> guy was Hector. <laughs> he became he, your uh, agent. Was, <laughs> yeah. No, he was like, can you get a, a visa? And I was like, no, I'm no. And so I had, I was, it was literally like, I think like 10 days before. So I was going to Rome. I was staying with the uh, the captain. Oh her name was Sarah. And she was like, a very, and I was ready to be like 
a lesbian because I also had a short hair. So I looked really dykey and everyone <laughs> looked like me. So I was so excited to be on this like gay, uh, you know, homogeneous uh, team where we made fun of the heteros. And I was like, this is it. Cause I was, I lived in Madrid at a different point. I started abroad there. And so I was like, this is it. Like, I loved it there. This is gonna be great for me. And then no, 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 no. Oh. They were like, so I was, de- I was devastated. I obviously I sprinted past that, but like I was destroyed. Yeah. Uh, it was my personal pandemic. Oh, inappropriate to say. I don't know. No, it's okay. Wow. This, this chunk of if the you made it through your is problematic. No, it's not. It's great. It's real. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. I like, I love hearing about this and it's wild yeah. that that happened. Like, especially when you were like mentally preparing for all of this and it was like a really exciting thing. Yeah. No, I don't think people can process it, especially also like the boys that I taught loved so much that I was going to go play in Rome. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Roman male team is so beloved mm-hmm. and Italians are so, I mean, truly like incredibly passionate. Like I thought Latinos were passionate and, you know, Italians and Latinos so different. Um, <laughs> but no, it just, they were like, they're like, you eat good food. Like it just was a really cool place to be for three months and yeah. then devastating Cause all of my host families, I'd be like, I'm going to play. Like I was in Sardinia and then I was like in Turin. I was telling them I was going to go play for Turin, but I thought Rome was better. And then they were like, no, can you get a visa? And I was like, this is so fucked up because all the time I, for four months was prepping to go here. Yeah. Also, why longer. can't it, I don't understand. Like I would have been like, I thought they would supply a visa if you're playing for that's, that's what I'm saying. Team so to they, represent. Lost, they supposedly yeah. So they supposedly lost money. So all the internationals got cut. Yeah. And so it was basically like, okay, so then the story gets worse because then I was here and I was working at Apple okay. and I was like, I fucking hate it here. Like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I immediately started dating someone there. There's a theme in my life and someone uh, at no Apple. one liked me. at. Yeah. Yeah. And no one liked me because she was had been dating someone for four years, had been single for like six months and was by. So all the men like were like dying to hook up with her because she'd been not single for four years. And then they were like, bro, like they found out she was bi and they were like, we got it. So like I started dating her after like three weeks of being there. And so they all hated me. They hated me. You're the new kid who swooped in and you took the hot girl. You're like, hey, I'm here for a job and love. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, I was I was fully ready to throw my life into like a, a flamethrower and burn it alive. I was like, great. Um, you know, like I just was love the perks. No one liked me there um, except for this singular person. I'm loving the um, theme of you uh, dating everybody where you were. I know. I know. It's it's not great. I think also just because like I'm kind of a gay lantern. So it's sort of like I have no, I'm so myself that it either people love it or it rubs them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's kind of like, oh, you're so gay. I, I'm so gay. You know, I don't know. I think that's like a thing because you when you're like dating men, you're not like, isn't it so nice that we get to be so straight together? Like that's actually a facet of dating another like a queer person you just say it tonight yeah say it to jared <laughs> babe we don't get to do this ever um so he's excited so for this no episode one, like, by the way he plays soccer now oh good oh because and of he me? was like he plays soccer now yeah, he, because he, he read about your okay, story good. he read your bio and was like <laughs> i'm in sign me up <laughs> nobody plays on like a comedy oh. soccer team and oh man, I, I, I can't. I yeah. I who's on the? T- I'm I probably recruiting the t- you. We'll talk about it. Later. I'm recruiting you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never in a million years. A different story for a different time. But I had to ban myself from those leagues because I'm not. <laughs> I'm too competitive, and um, I I 
Do you know? Oh yeah, you know Christian Polanco. Yeah, that's on his. Okay. that's his team. So, yeah, it's a team. I'm banned from that team. Oh, because I'm the only person to get a yellow card, and so I banned myself. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I played with him once because I also got into a fight. This is okay. I got into a fight with Trevor Noah when I worked at the Late Show because we played soccer against each other, <laughs> and Trevor tackle he didn't tackle me that's a strong word he fouled me and so I called him a stupid bitch and so then I have I just sort of have a temper and I have a very low tolerance for idiots and so Trevor apologized later and was very sweet about it um and I was like yeah that's right but he was like so nice and I was like I'm holding this grudge until I die anyway um Christian was like I like this attitude uh come join my team and then Christian likes to say that we he's like yeah Lorena plays soccer we play together and I'm like Christian I played professionally you play on Sundays like we're not the same and so I Christian's just like me and Lorena same level and I'm like no Christian like we're not and then I got a yellow card so I'm not allowed to play anymore okay I love all of that story I that was yeah no and it's all usable it's all usable but here's the end to the soccer career um so I was at Apple hating my life and then I got a tryout for the Columbia national team. So I was going to go to Columbia to play. And I was like, great, this is it. I'm like almost 24. This is my last chance. And then I got pneumonia and I was sick for a month and a half and I missed uh, the tryouts. No. And so, yeah. And that's when I was like, I have to lean into creating and becoming a comedian because <laughs> I need to, I can't be poor my whole life. And the joke is on me because <laughs> being a female comedian is not lucrative. Okay. <laughs> Even when you look like a man, not lucrative. <laughs> Wait, I can't believe you got so pneumonia bad. when you were going to go and try out. I know. I know. It was so sad. That's like, what was the heartbreaking thing? So Christian, I'm banned from Christian's team, but also, yeah, no, I got pneumonia. Pneumonia sucks. I also had the like tamest, I had walking pneumonia, mm-hmm. which is like, the calmest pneumonia, which is also a ridiculous name. Yeah. I've had no. it. I've had Why? pneumonia a couple of times. Yeah. It's, it's shitty. You have mm-hmm. fuck. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was the worst. It was the worst thing I've ever had. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed for like three weeks. Yeah. And I was like tr- training at that point. And I was like, I feel like I got hit by a truck Ugh. and then I couldn't get out of bed. And then I went to the doctor and he was, uh, he's Buharian and he has this thick accent. And so he goes, do you feel short of breast? And I was like, look, man, I get, he was trying to say short of breath. Uh, but I was so like out of my mind. I was like, yeah, I'm short of breast. I got it. Just test me. What do I do? Can you not breathe? (laughs) Oh my. Okay. So I love that that was like, you know, I get it though. You're really loopy. You're on a lot of meds. You're sick for like ever. You think you're better and you're like not there yet. Like I remember after pneumonia, I'm no. like going up a subway stairs. You're like, oof. And uh, well, did you get a cold? Because I got a cold after pneumonia. I got pneumonia and then a regular regular cold. I don't remember. No. Uh, okay, great. I just remember. I clearly, again, I I etched it into stone. <laughs> All of my grudges, Trevor Noah. You're like, remember that the cold, pneumonia. the cold of 2014. <laughs> the cold. He kept wanting you to be the bartender, and he kept looking at me. I can't believe you remember that. I couldn't. If you, said, I would have been like, it was a big space, and there were a couple of us in there, and I don't remember any. I literally like, I am so yeah. good at, at even any audition. I'm so good at being like, goodbye sides, goodbye memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't know that I would still be here doing this shit if I didn't learn how to forget. Yeah. 
No, that's, I wish I had that quality. I think it's the athlete in me, which is the most obnoxious sentence I've ever said, but it's like the, like, I met, remember all of my like soccer mistakes. Like, I was going to say, like, do you remember plays, plays of, when you like missed a goal or something yeah. and it like haunts you? Yeah. I so still think, yeah, it does. Wow. I still think about, I have, I have like a winning goal when I was a freshman that is like, I will get drunk and be like to my wife, you want to see, you want to see what I used to be good. And it's like a really cool winning goal. Cause it was in overtime and like we beat our rivals. So it's at my favorite, but I'll think about our like semifinal, my senior year where I like missed the ball. I like missed it by an inch. Uh-huh. It's like the mighty ducks, you know? And they're like, coach one inch the other way. And it would have gone in. And it's like, that's not okay. Yeah. But this is uh, yeah. So I can't forget Anna. I'm I just sorry. don't. How it's all locked up in here for no reason. I don't know. know. Have you tried weed or, you know, (laughs) I know it's just, I can't, I'm so bad at all the drugs. What it was is also like, I was, yeah, I was gonna not to throw more onto this because I know you're probably trying to leave so you can have a life, but I was going to go get a PhD in gender studies. And I was like, oh, this is finally my memory will be like, useful for something because it's just it's like barbaric it's like the stuff that's up here is just wasted like if i was pushing the cultural needle at least with academia okay fine but like i'm just harboring like take it like i'm just liam neeson ready to fucking end someone's life wow i'm learning so much Honestly, I know. Well, Anna, we haven't we haven't ever really gotten a chance to chit chat. But no. most people because, you know, do you know Anna Suzuki? Mm-hmm. I love Anna Suzuki. So Anna, I love Anna. Anna lives super close and we had like a little breakfast hang. But she was like, I'm surprised <laughs> like <laughs> because I she was like because I I don't know. I've had such a weird life. I also haven't told I lived in Cambodia. I've had like a lot of different lives. And so she was just like, I don't, I didn't expect this. And I think it's just people expect me to be like a douchey athlete, but it's like, <laughs> I'm, I have a lot of feelings. You have a heart and a yeah, brilliant sure, memory maybe. of all. And a, a, a brilliant, let's not call it brilliant. I have a memory that is uh, functioning at warp speed for no good reason. I mean, I love that. I, I don't anymore. I, <laughs> you pursue weed. No. I haven't okay, smoked wow. weed. Ellen's like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> I just can't remember yeah. things. I, I, I'm like really good oh, at like okay. selective memory. I, is it. that a thing? I don't know. Is that a thing? I think so. In I your, mean, in your studies, have you learned about because se- selective hearing? Yeah. I know is a thing. Like where I choose what I want to listen to, and I can mm-hmm. zone out. You know, in in gender studies, we really didn't get into that. <laughs> no. It was a lot of like Foucault. And it was a lot of performance got stuff. It. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Not as much as like, but I, I certainly have some people I can talk to about it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And, yeah. and ask. Get yeah, back yeah, to me. Yeah, on you're that. so welcome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So now my question for you is you're a full-time comedian, creator, filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, how has that been? Have you been doing that only or have you had to have any like odd jobs here and there lately? Or are you mm-hmm. making it work? Yeah. After the late show, I guess the late show counts, but yeah, I've been making it work since the late show. So it's been like five, six years. Oh my God. But, That's when you were on it five yeah. years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's really hard. I don't think people talk about how hard it is. Like I also make pennies. Mm -hmm. I just, I've been super lucky that I got to live with my parents for a long time. Like I'm really open about that just because people are like, uh, waiters. And I'm like, no, I didn't have to, I just was poor. Um, so I was poor for very, very long. And then, yeah, some years are better than others, but yeah, making it work somehow. Some just kind of every year, like comedy's like, you sticking around, bud? And I'm like, ah, I'm here. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) I I feel the same way. Some months I feel like are great and others are, are like, who waiting around for some freelance checks? Like, will they mm-hmm. come in time? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Totally. No, people, that's kind of why I did this podcast. People don't, you know, I like to know how everybody made it work and how they, you know, what their path was. And because mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I didn't have parents in New York, so I worked in restaurants for seven mm-hmm. years. But God, it would have yeah. been nice to, to live at home. Like, I, I, you know, if you can do it, do it. Like, when people are like, yeah. what is your I advice mean, for like a young budding comedian? I'm like, I don't know, get rich another way or mm-hmm. get housing. Totally. <laughs> have one well, of those it things. Also, it also, I mean, it also was, I went from one poor industry to the next. So it wasn't like I was an engineer <laughs> and then I was like, forget it. I'm going to be a comedian and I have all these savings. It was like, <laughs> I, with my ex who I met at Apple, I was working in Cambodia. So the soccer thing didn't work out. And then I went to Cambodia and then she stole money from me. She ended up stealing $3,000. So I came back to New York, basically like ready. I had like, you know, negative (gasps) $3,000 and seven cents in my bank account. So like, I didn't have an option, but to make it work. So as much as it was like, I lived with my parents and I didn't have to pay rent. I had to like, I worked at, I was like a creative director at a nonprofit. Like I was making videos. It also was why I made so much content. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't care. Like my first video was how to pronounce my name because people fuck up my name all the time. And so I just did that video and that hit the pulse of the like micro bubble, you know, Mm -hmm. like 700 views. I was like, wow, this is great. So like, it wasn't like I was even being smart about it. I was just kind of like, learning, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, and I got the late show very accidentally. So it was very fortuitous. And then it was when that was the job where I was like, Oh, I actually, I think comedy, whereas most people, you know, work their tits off to get to the late show. Right. And it was just like, Oh, accident. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, and I had already lived all the, I had like had so many other jobs, obviously that I wasn't intimidated like, I think a lot of times in in the biz, people try to intimidate you with like clout Mm -hmm. or, energy. And I was just like, I can't really be rocked by this or I don't have the time for it. So, but that's, yeah, I just made, I feel like you were just like, I'm making stuff and Oh, cool. They want me to make stuff for them. Great. Yeah. I pay more doing that than on my own. Yeah. I do. We talk about it a lot. If you're a self-starter, if you create like no matter what it is, you know, your, your video, you said your first video about your name, like you don't know who watches Mm -hmm. anything anymore. And like, will hire you for something else. It might not, it's not going to be a direct, I mean, maybe it will, but it's not always a direct, like, you know, wow, you made this and we're making something similar. We'd Uh love your brain on this project. Like, Mm -hmm. no, but people, Mm -hmm. the more you put yourself out there, I think the better off, the more connections you'll get, the better off you'll be rather than sitting around. No, I mean, (laughs) like, I no, for sure. I mean, I think I look at like the Jabuki Young Whites and the Donald Glovers who like, left college and were talented enough to start. I, it took, it's taken me 10 years to be okay Mm -hmm. 
And that's where I am. Like it's taken me a very long time to be mediocre at this. So I, my path was not <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you for saying that, Anna. <laughs> I mean, I mean, clearly we're both auditioning. No one here is surprised. Like, no, from I the think jump. you're great. But, you know, we always I think we always <laughs> feel that way. And I bet if you ask Jabuki, like he'll probably say, I'm not in a place where I want to be yet. You know what I mean? Like everybody. It's all relative. No, Jabuki's fine. Jabuki right. and I auditioned for Wild and Out together. No, we auditioned for Wild and Out together. And I remember I was like, this is so exciting. He's like, I just opened for Steve Harvey. I was like, we're in different places. <laughs> We're in different. We're in different places, but we were both the gays, so we were kind of like, "Are we going to get this?" We did not get it. Wow. Um, but I know, I know that would have been a job. That would have been a fun uh, job. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's doing great. You know, he's going to be like, "I'm exactly where I want to be." So you know, Anna, <laughs> I'm just, Jibuki, I did see an interview fun. once with Amy Poehler, and she said, like, no matter what yes. level you get to. She always feels like her peers are, you know, people she knows her peers are doing more. It felt like, you know, if she if she's mm. a series regular. Oh, this person's executive producing another series. You mm. know what I mean? And, there, and, mm. and it just she always felt like you're always kind of climbing for the next level for yourself. But it's hard to not yeah. compare to the people around you who you came up with and stuff. Yeah, sure. I think the like calming thought I had was very uh it was like a goodwill hunting moment like you know when Robin Williams is like can't sleep and then he goes up to Matt Damon the next day and he's like and I had the thought I can't do a Boston accent I don't even know why I tried <laughs> um but he's just like I had a thought and I went to sleep which was like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and like that kind of turning moment was like I remember I was 27 I was like not making like I was getting work very sporadically and then I was like staring out this window, just kind of being like, what's it all mean? And I was like, wait, I think I'm funny. Like I've made people laugh. Like I make people's lives better with my comedy. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. And like that actually. And then I can, I've slept like three years ago. I've just changed my life because like, there's so many people that are bad at this that do so great mm -hmm. that never have to worry about money. And I do not think they're talented. And I, that's fine. That's totally, you know, I'm not here to shut name uh, yeah. down. <laughs> to name Na names. Jabuki, no, Jabuki. We love Jabuki. <laughs> no, but then there's some people that you're like, this is the most talented person who just doesn't understand the like business side of it mm -hmm. because they don't know. Like I, I, it's taken me 10 years to figure it out. And I just was like, oh, do I think I'm funny? Am I embarrassed by what I made five years ago? I should be good. And then am I making better stuff? That's all I can ask of myself and like hustle, 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 and just keep on doing the fucking thing. Am I happy and healthy? Am I making stuff that makes me happy and other people happy? Then great. Because truly there are just so many idiots that get these big cushy title jobs, right? I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I started going to all the like big name stuff and getting paid, you know, $50 to show up and like, Oh, this producer is an idiot. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so I just, I, I don't know. I guess I'm here to say nepotism is real and UCB needs to go down. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Um, wow. No, no, but that was really, that was special. I love what you just said. Cause it's true. Cause I'm trying to, you know, sometimes we all need that pick me up and I, I feel that, you totally. know, you have your health, you, you know, can still create. Yes. I'm fully embarrassed. It's very by hard. Shit I it's, yeah. Five, six, seven it's years. Very, ago. I, I, I was like the moment it just, I was very lucky. Cause I was all I thought I was riddled with anxiety about like, this person's doing this, this person got this word. And then it was like, Oh, it's all stupid. Like think about awards you've gotten. Like I've gotten shit. I had no business receiving, mm -hmm. you know, I've gotten jobs. What the hell am I doing here? You know, like, 
like just fully am a lumberjack at these jobs. Like, okay, like this was just someone, whatever the reason. Yeah. And it's just like, we're all just trying to make it work. Everyone's sad and embarrassed and actually like, great. That's all, you know, oh, you, you know, like, uh, God bless Z-Way. Forget like, that's so great. Like, I think like three years ago, I'd been like, man, she got a show. Of course you got a fucking show. She's writing on it. Like, you know, yeah. like why, why would, you know, who cares? Be happy for people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just sleep better at night. It's the best attitude to have. And that's, I think that's why I love Thanks, you. Buddy. That's why I wanted you on this. Cause um, there are the people who are yeah. only out to compete and they are jealous and they, and it yeah. shows and it's like, no, we're here to lift each other up. You don't know who's going to, Oh, you know, really? like it's exciting and, you know, it, it should be motivating. I don't mm. know. It, it's cool. No, it goes. I think it's also like the thing that we both love is like, who are your favorite bosses? Who are your favorite peers? I fundamentally believe in bringing people up mm-hmm. in laterally looking around me and like checking in like Anna. The reason why I hung out with Anna was like, hey, what's going on with you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You should do this thing. Like I text like Erica Hernandez all the time. Do you have this character? You know, like I'm have no. I shouldn't be bothering people, but I'm like, no, like I, if you don't get annoyed, like I'm checking in on you. And then also like, who are your mentors and stuff like that? It just, it doesn't end with yourself. Like yeah. it only begins there. And then like, you have to look at other people cause we're all just trying to make it. So I don't know. Be a good person guys. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, hey. oh, hey. special. That was good. I hope we can check in with each other and get lunch soon or something or hang out. Let's do it, Anna. Yeah. Okay. So I can actually hear all of your uh, jobs, which I'm sure you've said 5,000 times on this Yeah. Uh, podcast, I'm not allowed so. to say them anymore. I'll, I'll get this. Ellen has to yeah, raise yeah. a hand when I'm repeating myself now. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest. I keep thinking when you say Ellen, like Ellen DeGeneres and the first two times I was like, okay, Anna, that's funny. Cause like I'm gay. And then I was like, Ellen, Ellen, the person here, Ellen, yep. got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Guess only what? other Ellen. Um, I, I hate to break it, dude. There's a there's another Ellen. Uh, <laughs> two of us. There's two. I get mistaken for her all the okay. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. But hey, I'm uh, good. I'm glad. Shout out yeah. to Ellen DeGeneres. Hey, if you want to come on this podcast, talk about people that are doing great. Oh, I mean, killing it. Killing it. Yes. <laughs> she is Still. thriving. Killing shows. Yes. Yeah, killing yes. career again. <laughs> um, kidding. Okay. okay. Where can people find you? Where can they see your stuff? Uh, that's how we traditionally yeah. do uh, close this puppy out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's good. And people are like fully listening. Probably actually the hardest are listening now. Um, well, you can follow me at colonial man face uh, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Um, it's just funny I to refuse- hear you say it out loud. <laughs> I know it's, it's because I have resting colonial man face. Okay, good. Uh, I have, you know, a a digital shorts page, but it's called La Rata Comedy and everyone's, you know, American. So just go to my Instagram. You'll find all the things. You'll find all the pleasures of this world. Uh, Bonus points if you find me and my wife's reel on YouTube. That one's fun. It's a good one. We we have a reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go find you. So that's what I'd like to plug. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for being on. Thank you for uh, penciling for having us, me. In, us in. Yeah, no, and I, I'm actually not, no longer available, but yeah. Okay. We'll do this. I'm sure we'll find a time. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Didn't work. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, I love Lorena. She's the energy she brings. So cool. So great. Um, I'm really not in work mode, Ellen. It's really hard to come back. I, I've been away for a week. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel this like 
I feel this like weight on me. That's like, you haven't been working as much, but now you're back. But you know, my work is like, great. I, today I'm like, okay, well I don't have any auditions today. Like you feel like, you know, today's a day where I need to do my own thing. Um, that's what I do. You know, as a freelancer, you try to work on your own projects when you don't have like other auditions or writing deadlines or whatever. And I'm sort of in this like zone where I'm like, how do I go back to forcing myself to do that when I've been not still on vacation a little bit, a little bit in your your mind. I'm kind of feeling the same way to be honest, because I'm going on vacation next week. So I'm kind of like, I'm already on, I'm like, I'm already there. Like this week is a wash. I'm sorry. There's probably important things I need to do, but I don't know. Yeah. I have to get back in the zone. And, you know, I had these like, uh, I had these like mental breakdowns recently, like, you know, where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I not, you know, I I should own a house by now. Like I, I give myself these like these like terrible feelings, like you're, you're sucking, you're not where you should be. Uh, not to bring this all down, but I, mm-hmm. I've really been hard on myself <laughs> lately. And then oh, I get yeah. home and can I tell you what I did today, Ellen? No, no real work today, honey. I, you know, I, I fixed my face a little bit. I got a pedicure, uh, you know, I, the yeah. money, I just, I spent money. Like I have it coming in and Right now, I don't have much coming in. Uh, yeah, I've, been, I've done that to before claim too. Unemployment. I claimed unemployment on these days, you know, because I could because of the pandemic. It's and that over. ended last it's week. It's over. This is a big changing. This is a big uh, turning point for a lot of people. Yeah, it's got to light, you know, I, I have to light a little bit of a fire under my ass. Uh, and I have some projects I'm working on that I'm like really excited about. It's just, a, you know, when you're developing stuff, it's like a wait. It's always a wait. So I want to just like get all of my shit in like tip top shape. So I'm ready for these meetings when they're like, we can do it. And I'm like, great, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, so, you got this. Thank you. Thanks, Ellen. That's what I needed. That's you're all gonna, I needed. You're going to slay that big board room meeting. That's all I needed. And guess what? This is episode, I think this is episode 80. 80. It is, <gasps> folks. That's right. Guys, all right. For all of our listeners who are still here with us, 20 episodes more at 100, episode 100, uh, I really want to do like a big blowout live show. So I'm just putting it out there. I'm manifesting this moment right now. I want you guys to come to it. Um, and I also want our listeners to be able to uh, feel free to write in or call in. Ellen, we got to come up with that uh, message system. I would love We're gonna to. We're going to do it. Yep. Yeah. Leave us your messages. Um, I love the hearing stories about your jobs and your work. And if you have like, you know, any cool uh, job stories or unemployed stories, um, you know, we'd love to have you on. I think it's really fun to talk to uh, people I don't know uh, also and, in, in, you know, as well as the people I know. So you guys hit us up, theunemployedteam at gmail.com or you know where to find us on social media. Just look up Unemployed with Anna Roisman. You'll find us everywhere and uh, you can DM. All the DMs are open. Slide, slide on into those DMs. Uh, I said that really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? That's like very suggestive. What do Don't you slide into my DMs. Uh, I get plenty of those. But slide in, you know, come join us. Come hang out with us. Uh, you know, now you know where we all are. And uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. know how to end this today. I'm really, you know. Yeah. I'm really oh. killing it. Yeah. I mean, that was good. I think, yeah. 
That's an okay, ending. Great. Then we're going to end it here. Please <laughs> go find us. Find us on Patreon. You know, we've done 80 episodes. If you have it in your heart to throw a couple dollars our way each month, you know, it makes it makes a difference for us. And I will provide you with f- funny content and videos and uh, you get more. You get more for your money, you know. Otherwise, enjoy this free podcast. I hope you love it. And let LinkedIn know we're still hoping they will sponsor us soon. Okay, I love you so much. Goodbye. Right now, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our Patreon. This is your shout out right here from me. Tons of love. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, all of our videos go up there. Sometimes I just write fun things because I feel like it. And it's just a really nice way to support us at Unemployed. And, you know, so we can keep this thing going. We do it for nothing. We do it for fun. We do it for you to listen to. So definitely check out the Patreon. And right now, huge shout out to our patrons, Bill Horton, Chi of Steel, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you.